What's going on, everybody? My name is Stefan Coons, and I am the owner of Pursuit Health and Performance, and this is the Everyday Pursuit Podcast. What's up? By the way, no, I did not forget the name of my company. My brain is just moving a little bit slower today. So if you caught that that pause in the beginning, I'm not editing that out because this is real. This is real life. Um, something today, which has nothing to do with this podcast, but I thought it'd be a cool story. Um, I kind of feel stupid for this one, but I have you know my computer set up, which is kind of doing like uh, the recording of this podcast with my camera and everything set up. And I forgot that I had one of these beautiful things, which is a wireless mouse. And I used to like click record and like run over to this chair and have to edit that out. And then I'm like, dude, I could literally do it from my little table with my mouse here. So not that that has anything to do. If you're listening on uh, Spotify, you're like, I have no idea what he's talking about. Basically, I just found out a life hack that I should have known that now is going to make my podcast recording much easier. So um, whether you cared about that or not, that's not what today's episode's about. What today's episode is about is your habits. And um, I, I think I, I'll be the first one to admit, I have some really, really good habits and some fantastic things uh, about myself that I love. And I have some habits that are uh, not so good, right? Just we'll, we'll just put that out there. And I used to think about, you know, what habits, I, I mean, I, I don't say used to, I think about this every day, actually. I think about like what habits define you define me, define who we are as a person. Are is it the 90 good habits we do or the two bad habits? Right. And I, I think a a better way to look at it and how I always, you know, have parented and 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 I'll get to that in a second, is I told would tell my son, like he's like, oh, I'm I'm doing good here and I'm doing good here. But then he gets a note home from school and his teacher said, Oh, I talked in class, he got in trouble. And I always sit there and I'm like, okay, well, you could do like so many good things and like get good grades and be on good behavior. But when you get a note, that one bad thing, you know, that one bad email can kind of take away from all the good things you do. Right. So example, like you say you're an adult and you have a job and you show up to work and you work really hard and whatever, but one day you miss work one day and you don't call and you let nobody know, would you get fired? Maybe. And when you think about it, it's one day, you could work there for eight years. Uh, maybe you have a write-up or whatever. I don't know what your system is, but like people are going to remember the one bad thing over the hundred good things. Okay. So that's something to think about going into this. And so I have this debate in my head and I'm like, well, is it like the one bad habit that I have? It, it, does that define who I am? And and is that going to bleed into other, other habits or is it really, am I more of a sum of, of, of the good things? And here's what I think. I think that bad habits you know, and, and I'll define what those are as far as like fitness. But with me, when I look at my bad habits in my life, specifically with like nutrition and training and sleep and stuff to do with my physical and mental health, um, I think that I definitely have some bad habits, but I would say those used to define me, but recently, and when I say recently, I mean, in the past like four years, I think my good habits have really defined me and, and it's a battle. So I don't really know where you are right now, but one thing that helped me was just identifying the most like toxic habit that I had. Like what, what is the one, if I fix that thing, would it give me the most benefits? And I'll, I'll kind of go into this. I've talked about this on other, uh, other podcasts 
episodes, but I think my two toxic habits, what they used to be, is I drank alcohol too frequently um, and too much, both in mix, more, more too frequently than too much, but definitely a combination, and a lack of sleep. My training was good. I ate healthy. I uh, took my supplements every day. I worked out hard. Like, I mean, everything was on point for years and years and years and years, except those things. But I knew that those were the two footholds, right? So maybe, maybe yours isn't that. Maybe yours is like, hey, look, I just, I'm a, I literally have such a bad sweet tooth. I always eat so much sugar. And I know that's my biggest downfall. And then also I'm a caffeine addict. I just drink way too much caffeine. Like maybe that's it. Or maybe it's, hey, I, I eat really healthy, but I don't get in any movement. I literally just like, I'm so sedentary. I sit at a desk all day. And then when I get home or like, if you work from home, I clock off and I go out and then I, I go sit and watch Netflix. So I get in no movement and my body feels terrible and my mental health is deteriorating. Um, so everybody has their, their weakness and probably everybody has kind of their strength, right? <clears throat> and most people that I talk to aren't doing everything wrong. Like that example that I gave is a very real example. I talked to somebody last week and they said, I eat super healthy. I eat all organic. I shop at Trader Joe's and natural grocers. And, you know, I eat very, a lot of food, but I just don't get any movement in. And I've seen the opposite. People go, I go to the gym and I work out. I feel like I've trained pretty hard, but like, dude, I only sleep like five hours a night. My sleep schedule's off. I'm having way too much caffeine. Like it's usually like one or those, one or the other. And a couple of things when you're defining your bad habits is you have to look at like what's missing what's missing in your life from a mental and physical standpoint and how you feel. So you have to do a self-assessment and work backwards. So for me, I was like, okay, well, I know my gut health isn't good because I have breakouts, whether it's like acne or I used to get these like red bumps, which I knew that I had like immune system issues, uh, which is a long story. But I know the alcohol was making it a hundred times worse because, you know, alcohol basically is poison. Sorry to ruin your, ruin your day, but it is. So I knew that that was that was detrimental to probably more of my long-term health. Um, and it, it held me back from feeling good, feeling like I had a lot of energy and looking good. So I knew alcohol for me was like the biggest thing. I mean, sleep is important, but it's not like I was sleeping four hours a night. I'd sleep like six-ish. But from six to eight, I will tell you right now, is a big, 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 big difference. So I knew that regardless, I'm like, okay, so if I had to solve one, which one? Well, if I kept, if I slept eight hours, but I kept drinking, what would I feel and look like? Okay. So that's one option or, and, or I could sit there and I could, I could kind of just do the opposite. I could not drink, right. Drink very, very seldom and sleep six hours. How would my body feel and look then? And I came to the conclusion that I would probably be a lot better sleeping less, but not consuming alcohol. I mean, I'm not saying sleep's not important, but that was my, my take. Guess what? I experimented with both, right? Because I didn't want it. I did not want to do both habit changes at the same time. I, I, I wanted to focus on getting one down. And I think for me, again, I think the alcohol was like, and I, I hear this a lot too. People are like, I know alcohol is terrible for me. I should cut it out, but I don't, which is fine. It's no judgment. Honestly, I still drink from time to time, but every year I feel like I drink less and less. And every year generally as far as energy and health, I feel better and better. So that might not be a move that you want to do. You don't have to do it. But for me, that was like my worst health habit, 100%. Um, so 
fast forward, you know, a, a couple years and I really have like cut alcohol out of my diet there, like not completely by any means, but it, it's very seldom that I drink. And when I do, I usually don't drink a whole lot. And then when I even do have a few drinks, I'm like, ah, oh, man, I feel dehydrated and I feel tired and groggy the next day. And, you know, even with a few drinks, and then I like don't want to drink for a, a month or six weeks or something. So again, that's, that's what I've did. So you have to identify what your, your health habits are. And most of you know exactly what your worst habits are. How do I know that? Because I get on hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fitness consultations every single year. And people say, I know, and then fill in the blank. I know I, I, I need to move more. I know I eat like shit. I know I, I drink too much soda. I know, okay, cool. So you guys generally know your health habits, which is good. If you don't, you need to do some self-assessment. I have low energy. Okay, why do you have low energy? First, you know, you look at your sleep, right? And you gotta look at your food and your movement combined. Like, how's my food? How's my movement? So it, it's not a hard thing to do. But I always think about like what, what defines you. So for me, I think the biggest thing is I I want my good habits to define me, right? I think you would agree, and, and not my bad habits. But it's almost impossible to look past the bad habits because again, the analogy I gave you in the beginning, one bad thing seems to like creep over and like have way more power than all these little good things. And my thing that's helped me the most, and this is literally just my personal opinion, is just isolating one thing at a time. Um, it's almost like somebody going into a fitness journey and they go, I want to burn fat. I want to build muscle. I want to increase my flexibility. I want to increase my performance. I want more energy. And they want the whole bucket. And I get that. And that can happen. But what if you just focus on losing? Like, first, you need to ask yourself, what's the most important thing? What is what is the most important thing, which is a very, very easy mental uh, game, and I'll teach you how to do it. And let's say it's weight loss, and here's how the conversation goes, and here's how the game. People come to me and they say, "Well, I want to lose weight. I want to increase my muscle. I want to whatever." I'm like, "Okay, cool. Which one's the most important?" Oh, they're all important. No, they're not. They're not equally important. Well, yeah, they are. Okay, cool. Let's play a game. The game is: you said you want to lose. Let's just throw a number. You want to lose 30 pounds. You want to gain muscle. Okay, cool. You want to increase your energy. Cool. So let's say you gained the muscle you wanted. Your energy got better, your diet got better, your sleep got better, but you are still 30 pounds overweight. Would you be happy? Well, no. Okay. Okay. Well, let's say you 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 lost the 30 pounds of fat, right? You were exactly, you know, your body looked how you want to. You gained a little bit of muscle. Your energy wasn't that great. Um, you know, you, you maybe you didn't even gain as much muscle as you want. Your nutrition was like, all right. Which one would you rather pick? Well, Probably the second one. Oh, really? And, and and right there, we just come to the realization that the weight loss is the most important thing. Because I said, you you could have everything, but you're still, you know, quote unquote fat. Is that okay with you? Could you feel better? You'd be healthy? Well, no. Okay. So that shows you that weight loss is most important. Fine. No judgment here. Now we need to focus on weight loss because that's the most important thing. Because if everything else happened, but that didn't, you wouldn't be happy. Correct. Okay. So now we need to focus on that. What's going to change that? What bad habit, I'm doing air quotes, what bad habit is the number one contributor? And that's what we saw. Because if we can solve that, if we can solve that one thing that is going to move the needle forward the most, right, the, the worst habit, then you can start actually implementing all these little habits. And I feel like as you implement those habits, that starts to define you.
right? Like if you have an Achilles heel, you, you know you do. I'm sorry, but that, even if you start implementing little habits, I really do believe that like that's going to be the downfall. And I've seen it. I've been doing this a long time. People are like, yeah, you know, let's just say for them, it's eating uh, a lot of sugar and fast food. And they're like, yeah, I started going to the gym and I, I cut out alcohol and I'm, I'm sleeping more and I'm taking my vitamins. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. And they go, well, but like, I'm still eating a lot of fast food and eating a lot of sugar. Do you think that person's going to get the physique they want? Probably not. I mean, that's great that you implemented these things and, and that you feel a little bit better, but like that, that alone is going to hold you back. And you know what the frustrating thing is? You're going to be working super, super hard towards your goals and you won't achieve them. And you're going to get frustrated because you're going to be like, oh, I'm doing all these other things. Okay. Congratulations for doing all those other things. But you did those partially because you wanted to avoid doing the hardest thing. Right? You slept more. Was that easy for you? Yeah, it wasn't that hard. Mm, okay. You worked out more. How was that? It was kind of difficult. Oh, you took your vitamins. Is that easy? Oh, it's pretty easy. I put them on my counter. I remember. Well, well, why aren't you doing the fast food? Well, I know why they're not doing it. I know why you're not doing it because it's the hardest thing. And so we, we avoid doing the hardest work when that's the work we should do in the beginning. Not easy, right? It's hard, but that is going to sneak up. And, and some people might say, hey, well, you got you to gotta build up to little things. Sure, sure. I mean, I, I'm, I kind of agree with that. I, I, could, I could see that mindset, but I think that, I've, and I've seen this a lot, people solve everything else besides the real problem because it's hard. And so, you know, I, I see frustration because they're putting in so much effort into their program. And I've been there. Like for me, I was like, well, I'll just, I don't want to give up drinking alcohol every, every weekend. So I'll just, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be really low carb through the weekday, which is easy for me. Um, I feel like fatter when I drink on the weekend. So I'm just going to get an extra cardio. I <laughs> see I'm dancing around the real freaking problem. If I would have just grown a pair and been like, Hey, you know what? I know this is a hard thing, but this is your downfall. You know, it's your downfall. If you're completely honest with yourself and until you solve that, you won't have to keep doing these workarounds that are hopefully going to fix the negative effect you're having from the one thing you should solve. Right. Does that make sense? You're trying to work around everything else that's hopefully would solve the real problem without actually changing the real problem. And we do that a lot in our lives. And I think if, if you do that, your bad habits will define you. 100%. Every time. Because you know that's your habit and you don't want to change it. You don't want to change it. And I, I mean, maybe I'm a different person than you and, and that's okay. But what I have found to be most helpful is to do the really hard work in the beginning. Because I think once I can break past that, which it, it's not going to be perfect, I might be, I might, you know, do it and fail and do it and fail. And this is part of the reason we give our clients a lot of accountability and access to their coach. Because if their nutrition is like their huge, huge downfall, cool, we need to attack that from the beginning. Well, I'll just start working out. Can I implement nutrition later? No, no. Because as you're working out, you're going to spend all this time in the gym, you're going to be sweating your ass off putting in the work and your body's not going to change at all. And you're going to come back and be like, what the hell coach? Right? You're like, well, we didn't solve the nutrition. And, and that was the biggest portion. You see what I'm saying? Versus if we just solve it, everything's become, it becomes easier. Cause now you exercise and you're like, wow, I'm losing weight. Wow. I feel better. And the little, the little things actually like start to build up and, and define who you are. Right. And yes, I think, I think also just side note, you can make a very conscious decision of what you let define who you are.
Okay. Like not what the world thinks, how you, uh, this is purely how you feel internally about yourself. I'm hoping it's positive. Maybe it's not. Um, but I think that you could have all the other things go great. But if you have this one huge thorn in your side, you're also going to also have a negative outlook. Uh, and I've had things in my life. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I've done this before and I, I'm learning from my lessons as I grow older. But I used to sit there and dance around the fire because I didn't want to get burnt, so to speak. And it just never, it never helped. I had to actually like freaking put my hand in the fire a little bit and it's, it, it sucks. But like, that is what I suggest. And I noticed in my life when I really solve the core issues, which is again, the hardest part, I can sit there and focus on little things that add up to be, to be big. And I feel this is the cool thing too. I feel like those wins, those little things are genuine and more permanent. And I'll give you an example. So when I started to like cut back on alcohol and, and, and prioritize my sleep, when I started doing little things like, oh, don't be on your phone before bed, like I could immediately tell that like, wow, I'm actually noticing the sleep quality because I'm sleeping enough. Oh, you know, if, you know, I don't want to go too far outside of fitness, but I felt like I was able to be more clear headed when I wasn't like drinking every weekend. And my focus was more not on like, oh, live for the weekend, have fun. It was like things that were growing this business and helping people and spending more time with my family, like things that probably mattered more. So as I started to implement those things, I felt like little wins that I knew that were going to be there. Again, if I would have not solved that problem, I think I would have started to build momentum on these little habits that were inherently easier to implement. And I think I would have just like slid backwards. Uh, a lot more on these things or not continued to practice them. So hopefully that's not too confusing for you guys, but like that is my own experience is solving that in the beginning. But here's, here's some, here's some motivation or some fire for you. You do get to choose what habits define you. Like that is, that's you, that's your outlook and your outlook on, and how you perceive yourself. I will say a lot has to do with that. It's how you think society views you, how you think your parents. But remember I said how you think? It is self-perception all the way. And even the people that say, oh, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks about me, I think most of those people probably do. I think we know that. And again, we want people to think positive, but like ultimately it's up to you. Do you think it's easier or more difficult to think positive of yourself if you have more positive habits? right? Pretty, pretty easy question to answer, right? If you have more positive habits and you're, and you're doing things that are more positive, you could probably think better about yourself. You probably have a higher self-efficacy and, and more value and you, you feel like you're a more valued person, which is great, right? Now, I don't want you to think that the bad habits, you know, that, oh, you have one bad habit and until you solve it, you'll never be happy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just telling you that I think dancing around solving that habit is, is, is dangerous. And again, I'm telling you from the perspective of me doing that for, for years and years, I think too, one thing to, to think about is like, if you're not happy with who you are, I think that you need to do a pretty like deep dive into what habits and, and habits Habits are like effort. That's how I look at it. Like your habit generally like, oh, I do these things. This is my routine. There's effort that goes into that. 
or non-effort, right? I don't do these habits. So it's the opposite, right? And I think when people put in work and they put in effort to things, it feels good. And I do think that builds probably the most self-confidence. I think hard work is a direct correlation to self-confidence for most people. And in my life, very much so. When I work hard at something, even if I don't get the exact outcome, I'm way more confident. And I talk about this a lot. And so for me, the habits are like, hey, I get up and when I get up, I do my devotionals. Hey, when I get up, I, I walk on the treadmill. And that just builds confidence. And so it's a lot easier for me to have a perceived positive outlook on myself and look at the, the negative habits I might have and choose to not let them define me because I'm very proud of who I am because I show up and because I put in the work. That's powerful, right? Another person that could have you know some good habits and some bad habits, they know they're not putting in the work. They know they have a little more gas in the tank. They know they have a little more fire under their butt that they're not taking advantage of. And so I think that individual is probably going to focus maybe a little more on the, the negatives because they're like not proud of the work they're putting in. And so they're going to let maybe one or two negative things completely control them. And I mean, I've, I've seen it. I have seen it. I've seen it in my family. I've seen it in my friends and I've seen it in myself. Um, and I, again, I used to be this person, which is why I'm talking about it. I had a couple bad things that I, I think I let used to define me, but I also looked back and I wasn't putting in the work. I knew I was leaving shit on the table every day. I was like, Stefan, you have more in you, dude. You could do better. You could be educating yourself. You don't need to just be watching hours of TV and playing video games. You can, you could be going to college. You could be spending more time with your family. It's like not all about just business success. You could be going on walks. You could be connecting more with your faith. I mean, there's so many other things. And I think for me, I just, I wasn't putting in the work. So I wasn't happy. And I was letting my bad, couple bad habits define me. And, and they weren't even that bad, but I was like hyper-focused on those. Part of the thing though, like I said, is I just literally wasn't putting in the work. I think honestly, once I started to put in the work, even before the, the actual outcome changed. Once I started to put in the work and see that, like, I not see the results. I wasn't seeing results at first because I just started. But like even a weekend, I'm like, oh, Stephanie, you know what? you're putting in this effort. Nothing changed. The results didn't change. But my perception of myself changed very quickly because I could, I could sleep at night. I was proud at the end of the day of like who I am and what I did. And I started to focus on the positives and I started to notice more of the little positive things that I do. I'm like, Hey, you know what? Like you do eat really healthy. Like a lot of your people that you work with eat like crap and it, good, good job, Stefan. Hey, you know, like you're there for your son. I know you're, and this is like way back when, when I was in the military, but like, I know you're sad because you know, you're a single parent, but like, man, like a lot of guys wouldn't have stepped up. Good job. And those are things that I never even noticed before. Like I did it. I noted it. In, I think my image was like, okay. I was a confident good looking in shape guy, but I didn't look below the surface and find things that I loved about myself. And it wasn't until I chose to put in the work. So do your good habits or bad habits define you? It's your choice. But I will say it's easier to let your good habits define you when you're putting in the work to identify the bad habits and make it better. Maybe, maybe you'll never fix them. But like making somewhat of an improvement. And I, I hope that it helps change your perception because you're probably a better person than you think. And if you're not, if you feel like I'm a genuinely a shitty person, then you need to change it, right? 
And there's ways to do it and there's action steps to do it. And the first thing is being completely honest with yourself, brutally, brutally honest, and identifying where those weaknesses are and going to the source, doing the hard thing at first and changing the, the one big, big chain that's holding you back. Because think if you broke through that, like think about breaking through something that's been holding you back for years. Think how much momentum you'll build in your life. And I see it. We have a clients that come in that are obese to morbidly obese. They lose 30, 40, 50 plus pounds. They drop weight. And that was like their chain that was holding them back because it was holding back their love for themselves, their confidence for themselves. Um, possibly some anxiety and depression that they were having got better. I'm not saying it cured it, but it improved. Um, and every area in their life from that point changes to be more positive. Do you think they look at themselves better? Yes. Before the program, I had a conversation with a guy that looked at himself in a very negative way. His body changed pretty drastically, but like he still was a little bit overweight. This guy is so freaking confident. He's like overconfident for how he looks, which is great, right? He views himself as a complete badass now. Why? Because he's putting an effort when he doesn't feel like it and he's showing up when he doesn't want to. So he has the utmost confidence in himself. It has nothing to do with his results because even in the beginning of the program, before he had a big weight loss, you could tell that he was proud of himself every day for the effort he's putting in. And he let his good habits, although we had a bunch of bad habits, define who he was. So I appreciate it, guys. Hopefully this episode was helpful. You can go to, uh, we just changed our website. So hopefully this website's still up at this time. Um, but you can go to thepursuithp.com. Check out our transformations, kind of the programs we offer. Uh, you can find me on social media at Stefan Coons underscore fit. So S-T-E-F-A-N-K-U-N-Z underscore fit on Instagram. And I hope to connect with you guys. If you thought this was valuable, like, comment, subscribe, share. Um, I do these because I, I care about you guys. And I think that pursuits vision. Yes, we want to get people jacked and ripped and shredded and sexy. But I really hope that this helps you become just a better person because fitness has had such a big influence on my life of like who I am as a person and the things that I do, how I show up as a dad, how I show up as a husband, how I show up as a leader and a business owner and a brother and a son. I, I do contribute a lot to, to the physical effects that the journey of fitness has influence me mentally big time. And they're lessons. And every season with my fitness journey is a little bit of a lesson. And that's what I want to share with you guys. So I appreciate it. Uh, love you guys. And uh, talk to you next time.